Welcome back to the QEH podcast, the place to find out more about the school and to connect with staff, pupils and parents at a deeper level. Each week we interview people within the QEH community, asking them questions and spending time understanding more about them and more about the school. Now in this episode we're stepping outdoors to speak to the head of QE Award, Henry Burlingham. Henry's going to explain just what the QE Award is, how the boys get involved in it and how it benefits them all so much. And not just the boys, but the staff too. That's all coming up in this episode, so come with me now as we hear from the head of QE Award, Henry Burlingham. Henry, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you today? Yeah, no, fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, all good. Um, a usual a busy start here in the junior school, um, but no, we're fine. Thanks very much. And is your is your world exclusively in the junior school or do you do anything in the in the senior school as well? No, it's predominantly in the junior school. Um, so I, uh, I'm i a year six form tutor in the junior school. Um, and there's two year sixes uh, classes in the junior school. So I'm one of the year six form tutors. And then I teach uh, the lessons throughout the junior school. Um, the good thing about what we do is that um, we get to teach across the junior school, which means we get to know all the pupils in the junior school. Uh, so from a partial point of view, it's really, really, uh, it's really powerful, actually, that they, uh, they know us, we know them. So, um, you know, we can make sure that everyone's happy and everyone's safe and secure. Okay, Henry, let's just jump back in time a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your own education. I mean, did you grow up in, in the Bristol area or in a completely different part of the world? And what was your own experience of education like when you were a boy? Crikey, um, it's a long time ago now. I grew up sort of in the in the Cotswolds mainly, and then we moved to Hertfordshire when I was sort of early teens. Um, I went to a prep school and then left that to go to a state school. So it's quite an interesting dynamic, actually, going from the independent sector and then leaving that to then go to the state sector. So they're obviously com- two completely different um, ways of education, if you like. But having said that, the, the my state school, my secondary school, was a sort of an ex-grammar school, an old grammar school. So it's very, it was a very good school actually. Um, it's very good at sport, um, and that's my my sort of main uh, my, one of my main drivers is sport. So it suited me down to the ground. Um, and then after school, I then came to university uh, down in Bristol. Uh, or Bristol Polytechnic, as it was in those days, uh, and then um, stayed on. I got a job once I left um, left university uh, in Bristol and uh, stayed on in Bristol ever since. But I didn't do um, an educational degree or a teaching degree at university. I've had a sort of roundabout route to get to teaching. Um, I used to be a, a surveyor, a chartered surveyor. So I did, uh, I sort of worked for 14 years in the Bristol property market. Uh, wow. various okay. different various different companies and then in 2008 um, I uh, was made redundant because the property market hit a, hit a crash um, so actually it was uh, it was really good because it gave me a chance to whilst at the time obviously it's um, you know with a small fa- a, a family and small children and mortgage and what have you uh, it's a worrying time but actually it allowed me to take a step back and review what I was doing in my life and where I was going in my life and what I wanted to do um, with a very supportive wife and I decided to change change career and change and change tack. So I then got a job in a local primary school, uh, just a teaching assistant for uh, for six uh, for twelve months. At the same time, did lots of sports coaching qualifications and taught uh, PE in different primary schools uh, around Bristol. And then managed to get on a teacher training course, um, which was only it's a year course. It's, it's called a GTP, a graduate training program. So you um, it allows you to work in a primary school um, from from the start. Um, you get t- you get paid to do it, which is an advantage for for me and my family. Uh, just a one year course, and then I, I, I sort of graduated and came out um whilst doing that i was very fortunate to uh, secure the position at, here at qes juniors 
Um, so once I finished the course, I sort of went straight into start the job in September. So, um, yeah, it's not been a, a straight route, if you like, but it's an interesting one. Definitely an interesting one. And, and, and I can appreciate that must have been really quite a worrying time back in 2008. What's that? 14 years ago. But I, I imagine that you remember that like it was yesterday, because especially if you're if you're with a young family, then that can be a very, very worrying time. But equally, like you say, you know, great chance to take a step back and reevaluate what's important. But that's an interesting move then, going from that career that you were in into being a teaching assistant, I think you said, um, in a primary school. I mean, how did you feel when you stepped into that? Was it like, you know, opening a new world and, you know, this is exactly what my calling in life is? Or was it like, you know, this is my next chapter in life and let's see where it goes? Actually, it did feel like a bit of a calling, actually, which sounds a bit strange, but... um uh, having never done any, te- I did, I've done a bit of rugby coaching with a local rugby club with my um, my youngest son. So I've done a bit of sort of coaching, if you like, and working with children. Um, and through, you know, when I was a teenager, I used to work at sort of holiday camps and that sort of thing. So I sort of worked with with children, young children, on and off, but I hadn't done for quite a few years. But I just did some work experience and, and went to school, and it, and it did feel like a calling, as you say. Um, it really, did, it felt right. It felt natural. Um, people said. I was doing okay, which is always nice to hear. Um, so um, I sort of it gave me the confidence to pursue it and carry on. Very good, very good. And I'm sure you haven't looked back since. Now, tell me then a little bit about this QE award because you know I've read read a little bit about it online, and and I understand that it's in some ways similar to to the Duke of Edinburgh, but in other ways very very different. Tell me in a nutshell what it's all about and how it fits into school life. Well, you're right to say that it is the Duke of Edinburgh Award. It's a, it's a, it's a bespoke Duke of Edinburgh Award for 10 and 11-year-olds. Um, so in the senior school, they do the Duke of Edinburgh Award. They do 10 tours and, and, and the outdoor pursuits uh, is a big part of the senior school. And so in the junior school, it was up and running to a certain degree when I joined. Um, but I've sort of taken it and moulded it and sort of uh, made it a bit more um, user-friendly, if that's the right way of, doing it, right way of putting it. Um, so yeah, it's, it, as I say, bespoke Duke of Edinburgh Award. We started in year five um, and then carry on year six. Um, and then obviously then when they go into the senior school, uh, they can carry on and do their, their, their bronze, silver and gold. Um, and it's all about getting the children, getting the pupils uh, out into the uh, out into the great outdoors, getting them out and about. Um, and also um, doing some volunteer work. So the two sort of strands, if you like, are the outdoor, the outdoor pursuits, getting out and about, and then doing some volunteer work with the local community and local charities, etc. Okay, and so they start this when then when they're in year five, did you say? Yeah, that's right. Year five, uh, they come in. I try and do a, a trip or expedition once a term. Um, so that might be, so we started off in year five um, and uh, we might go up to Belmont Woods, which is the woods behind our, our, our playing fields at Fayland, go and do some navigation work up there, go and do some team building up there, some shelter building, all that sort of stuff, you know, get them used to the, being out and about. Um, the navigation side of things, as I say, starts in year five. And as we go through year five, it sort of builds in um, allowing them to be a bit more remote and a bit more, um, you know, in charge of where they're going, if you like. And then year six, um, we then move to um, taking that onto the Mendips, where they've got some routes to navigate around, um, a bit more remote supervision from teachers. So rather than having a teacher walk around with them on this, this particular route, as they would do in year five and year six, they're set out on their own uh, in groups uh, with a radio, which is very exciting for the, for the boys. Um, and they sort of wander around the Mendips following a route. As I say, got, got staff sort of dotted around the place that they sort of have to check in as they go past. Uh, and then um, that's on the Mendips. And then we go down to Exmoor for two days at the at the end of year six, 
And again, it's the, it's the next sort of step, if you like. Um, it's even more remote. You know, the countryside is obviously slightly different than it might be in Ashton Court in Bristol or in the Mendips. Uh, and again, they've got to find their way around a, a sort of set route using a map, using their navigation skills, using their teamwork skills. We, we concentrate a lot on, on the teamwork and the team building, that sort of thing during during the QE Award. Um, and they've got to find their way around, with again, with, with staff remotely supervising them. So it sort of build, it starts off in year five as sort of relatively um, controlled, if you like, or them look, being looked after and walking around with a, a member of staff. And then it sort of builds up as their experience builds. So does the, um, uh, the amount of sort of freedom I give them, if you like. And do all of the children get involved in this? Or is this something that all of the children have the option to step into, but it is an option for them? No, they're all involved. It's all the expeditions we do are during the school, during the school week. Um, when it gets to senior school, it's sort of more, it, it is optional. Uh, they do things on the weekends, but we're very fortunate here that we've got a very um, supportive staff and very supportive head, head teacher. Uh, and so everything is done uh, during the school week. So um, as I say, it's an expedition, expedition for year five, a term, and then for year six, a term. Uh, and it, but it might be just a local one, as I said, to, the, uh, to sort of Ashton Court maybe, or, or, or the woods up at Phelan's, um, and then out to the Mendips and out to Exmoor for a couple of days. So yeah, so I've got a very supportive um, colleagues around me that help me out with it. <laughs> and tell me then a little bit more about the Exmoor trip, because is that the first trip that they do where they're staying out overnight somewhere then? Yes, it is. That's right. Um, so it's sort of the culmination of their two years, uh, their two year journey, really. So we go down to um, a, a campsite near Porlock, we call it Horner Wood. And I've been down sort of the week before and set up a, a navigation course and some boxes. They've got to go and find their way. It's a bit like geocaching, really. They've got to go and find their way around uh, the moorland, find these boxes. Inside the boxes, I might ha- I I put some some treats for them just to sort of keep them uh, motivated. But also, uh, I put in uh, let's say a picture of some cutlery or a picture of a flapjack or a picture of you know some a, a, a food stuff. That then I say to them, right, if you don't find this particular box, then you you're not going to have this uh, this particular thing for their their overnight meal. Um, of course, it's not true. They get they, they get a proper meal, but it's a good incentive for them to get to, to, to find the boxes. Um, so they go around, they find these boxes, and then we walk back into camp. They've got to set up the tents. Um, we'll get a campfire going. They sort of help cook cook, cook the evening meal. Um, we'll do an evening activity um, just just based around on the campsite around the campfire. And actually, it's a very it's a lovely way to finish their, um, uh, the, not only their QE award, but we do it in the summer term here in Year Six. And so it's uh, the end of their junior school journey as well. Um, so it's a really nice time to reflect on um, their journey, what they've been through. Um, we ask for um, some of the Year 7 uh, tutors to come down uh, and visit us overnight if they can, or just come down for the evening. And it's a good chance for the, the, the tutors or the head of Year 7 to, to meet some of the boys and for the boys to meet them. Um, uh, it's just an informal way to, to ask questions and, uh, and, and to put their minds at rest um, about their next, next step of their journey moving up to the senior school. Um, so then camp overnight and the next day another activity um, but they're generally quite tired the next morning um, and then um, pack up camp and away we come back uh, back in school for sort of you know the end of school day so it's a it's a um, it's a fun packed couple of days it's a busy couple of days but it's a as I say a really nice way to uh, to end their junior school not only QE award but their junior school journey as well so I'm just trying to picture this trying to visualize you know how many boys are there and how many tents there are and how many boys are sleeping in each tent at any one time give me an insight into that 
Yeah, of course. It's a beautiful location. So it's a, it's a very remote location. Um, so at night, you just see the night start in the night sky. Uh, there's no, no, no light pollution. There's no uh, cars or noise or anything like that. So it's a wonderful place to, to, to go and be. There are normally we've got sort of 40 to 42 boys in year six. So they generally have um, three to a tent. Um, so we'll have, you know, a dozen or so tents, 15, 20 tents set up in this beautiful campsite. We then uh, pitch a sort of staff area and a, and a and a, a cooking tent and all that sort of thing um, with the campfire nearby there. So it's uh, it's quite a picture, actually. It looks really nice and the boys really do appreciate it. We were there this year um, and I just asked them to sort of sit around the campfire and just be really quiet and they just noticed... The, the sound of the trees and the sound of the wind in the trees, you know, which, which is, it's important to stop and take stock and to listen to those things. Um, but they noticed those things and they, uh, they pointed it out. So it's a, it's a wonderful location, as I say, in a really nice time. And I'm sure they're all very excited to be there. But I, I imagine as well, there might be a couple of, you know, a, a apprehensions before some of the boys go. Do, do any of them ever come to you saying that they're a little bit worried about how something's going to be? In terms of the activities, they've sort of, uh, the way we run it, the way I run it is they're sort of building up to the activities itself. So they are familiar with working in groups, they're familiar with navigation, they're familiar with using the radios and that sort of thing. So the activities they are they're normally comfortable with and they're fine with. We always have to sort of fine tune the groups and, and make sure everyone's happy, as, as, you, as you can imagine. Uh, we do occasionally get some boys who may not have been camping before um, or may not have um, been away from home too much. So we do get a few nerves sometimes in that respect. Um, but generally they're quite hardy and they're, uh, you know, they're quite used to it. We have our year six, um, well, every year group goes away on a residential trip uh, in the summer term. So a few weeks before they would have been uh, away overnight to, we go to Skern Lodge, which is an activity centre in North Devon near Westwood Hope. So they would have had a week there. So they're used, to, if they haven't been away from home before, that trip then they've had a trip away from home so they've been away from home for sort of three or four nights so they've got used to that aspect of it if you like so generally um they're okay as i say because we build up to it um slowly through the year uh, of course we do get a few boys who are like, a bit homesick or a bit nervous or apprehensive apprehensive but here in the junior school we uh, we, uh, we we sort of adopted this year a values-based education so everything we do is attributable to values and we have a different value every couple of weeks um and so it's a really powerful tool to be able to use that to get the other pupils to support those pupils that might be feeling slightly nervous or slightly uh, unhappy if you like um and so generally they come around and they support each other really really well so it's it's it's, it's a really good experience for them um so and and, and um as i say well we're very lucky to have um colleagues and uh, and the head teacher buy in but also the parents fully support it and fully buy into the, the qe award as well which is which is wonderful interesting you mentioned parents because I, I was just about to ask whether parents are all fully on board with it or whether you ever get any parents who have sort of questions which demonstrate that they're feeling a bit anxious about things understandably yes we do every now and again to the odd parent who might sort of just question might just ask questions about oh, what's going to happen and the timings etc but as i say they are a very trusting uh, parent body uh, and a very supportive parent body uh, and they trust that what we do, uh, we're doing it correctly and doing it, uh, doing it in the right way. So uh, on the whole, very supportive and very trusting. The uh, the other side of the QE award is the, the boys have to um, fill in a logbook over the two years. So it's a bit of paperwork to do. So once they've done an activity in school, I'll ask them to reflect on that and just sort of produce some information on that. So the parents have to be even more supportive to, 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 to do that sort of bit of homework at home. So um, they're supportive in letting us take the boys away uh, on the QE award, but also supportive in the, the extra little bit of work that they have to do um, to support their own learning in school. 
And it culminates, as I say, with the year six trip away, but also we've got prize giving coming up next week. Um, and so if the year six uh, pupils have completed their QE award, they've completed their logbook and they've been away on camp, then they will get presented at um, prize giving with a, a QE award badge, uh, you know, a lapel badge, which is theirs to keep and theirs to take away. So um, it's a nice little memento of their journey. Yeah, very good. Very good. And you mentioned about the, 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 the values based learning uh, on something like this. Tell me what else the boys tend to get from from all of this, you know, across the whole two years. As I said, it's um, a lot of it, well, all of it's done on, on based on teamwork. So it's based on um, supporting each other, cooperating with each other um, and working out problems. So if they've got, if they're in um, Ashton Court and they're doing the orienteering course as a navigation exercise, uh, we'll set them off in Ashton Court on their own and they've got to work their way around the, around the course. So that's, that's very good on a navigation skills, but also they've got to decide, well, which, and, and in that particular instance, they can decide which post they go to in Ashton Court first. So they've got to negotiate with each other. Do they say, do they start, you know, as far away as possible from the, from the finish or do they start close and work their way away if you see what I mean so uh, some good negotiating they've got to do some good cooperating they've got to stay together as a team so you know they've got to go as fast as the slowest man but the slowest man's got to be uh, responsible for keeping up so those sorts those sorts of things whilst you know walking around Ashton Court is uh, relatively straightforward uh, they do need to, a, a little bit of resilience so we build up that resilience as we go through uh, the program which is key and we, we talk about it a lot this sort of resilience or teamwork and the team building and cooperation um, on the QE award but equally we talk about that transferring into um, other elements of school life and indeed their home life as well so the values we we have are attributable across sort of all strands of uh, all strands of school teamwork being being the key one if you like and uh, of the QE award so henry you strike me as the kind of person who's definitely passionate about all of this and about this outdoor life is this something that you've always been passionate about i mean even in your previous career before you stepped into the world of teaching interesting i was reflecting on this the other day actually because when i was uh, i was at school myself i had um friends who were part of um you know the the scouts and what have you and i it didn't really appeal to me that time i was more into sort of rugby and and that sort of things um and so as i've grown up and suppose got older then uh, so my interest in the outdoor sort of world now to pursuits uh, has sort of increased i guess having my own family i wanted to encourage them to to, to be out and about i've got three three boys of my own and um so but it's more it's really sort of taken hold as i as i've come into teaching and come into the junior school and seen the benefit um that the outdoor outdoor pursuits and and the outdoor world can have to to young children um and given the uh you know the, the state if you like of of a society at the moment in terms of you know computers and phones and what have you and we know that those are taking over lives or certainly an important part of young people's lives uh and in some circumstances not on everyone's then the the outdoor uh, the outdoor world is, is not as important then i think it's really important that we uh, support and we provide that at school and tell me how old your own boys are then i have a 19 year old a 17 year old and 15 year old ah okay right and what are you planning uh, and what are you planning to do with them over the summer holidays then the summer holiday uh we are heading down to cornwall for 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 a while um they like their beach activities and their surfing and what have you so we're gonna head down there and uh, meet some friends and uh, and get in the water and and do a bit of surfing and paddle boarding and i'm sure do some co-steering and and kayaking and that sort of thing so um yes that's that's our plan for the summer i will i i'm also in the middle of doing my um mountain leader uh a qualification um so i'm a hill and moorland leader uh, qualified which is sort of okay for Dartmoor and Exmoor and, uh, and where we use down here 
Um, but I'm quite keen to sort of um, become more qualified and, uh, and push myself in that direction. So uh, I'm in the middle of doing my Mountain Leader Award, which means I have to get up to Snowdonia in Scotland. So if I can sneak a trip up to either the lakes or Snowdonia during the summer with my dog and uh, one or two children, then that would be uh, the perfect summer for me. Sounds absolutely perfect. And no surprise at all to hear that that's packed with lots of outdoor pursuits yourself. Mm-hmm. Henry, we need to bring this to a close now. Uh, but if anybody wants to find out more about outdoor pursuits or, or, or DOV, or the QE award, of course, then where can they go on the website to find out more about it? If you just go onto the, the, the QH website and then follow the link into the, the junior school, the, there's a bespoke page about the, Q, the QE award on, on, the, on the website there. Uh, so please do have a look. Uh, and if you've got any comments or thoughts or questions, then please do get in contact. It would be great to hear from you. Excellent. Well, look, Henry, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for explaining how all of this works and what the benefits are for the boys and for the parents as well, of course, and the staff. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Owen. So that was the head of QE Award, Henry Burlingham, telling us just what it is and why it's such an important part of school life. Thank you, Henry, for taking the time to talk to us today. Now, our next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.